The Deal with Yield is a podcast series covering the issues that matter most in crop production. Tune in to episodes on iTunes, My Farm Radio, and thedealwithyield.com. Welcome to The Deal with Yield with our host, Kyle Reiner, Winfield United Master Agronomy Advisor. And joining us today, Randy Welch, Cropland National Alfalfa Agronomist. Alfalfa has undergone a bit of a revolution lately with the introduction of reduced lignin technology. Randy, can you give us an overview of what genetically enhanced reduced lignin alfalfa is and what the benefits are? The trait is called Harvextra, and Harvextra is a modification, a small but very important modification to alfalfa that changes the way that the plant actually constructs lignin. And so the alfalfa plant, as it you know basically occurs uh, naturally, is, does not have quite the digestibility that modern dairy farmers are asking for. And really over the last 20 years or maybe longer, dairy farmers have basically been harvesting their alfalfa earlier to improve forage quality. And what Harvextra does is it allows us to improve our quality of our alfalfa, to cut alfalfa at the same day and have higher quality. Or the other option would be to actually harvest alfalfa a little bit later and have higher yield and better stand persistence and also have very high forage quality. So, Randy, when you're talking about low lignin or harvest extra, how long have we been working on this? This trade has been worked on probably in the neighborhood of 15 years. I mean, it's probably discussed longer than that, but over the last 15 years, it's really been in a developmental phase. So scientists that actually identified the uh, pathway of how the plant actually constructs lignin and the plant processor, it's probably been going on for at least a decade and a half just working on that specific feature. So it's been in the works quite a while. So knowing uh, knowing as we've been working on this since it's got relatively low lignin in it, is this a game changer? How do you see this in your eyes of your professional career? In my career working with alfalfa for 20 plus years now, most of the changes in alfalfa up until now have been about agronomy and changing the way the plant either is winter hardiness or fall dormancy or yield characteristic or basically an agronomic change. And so what Harvextra does, it's the first characteristic that we've been able to change in alfalfa that addresses something around forage quality. So it's a game changer. It really is because it's changing the way that alfalfa growers are going to both grow alfalfa and they're going to feed alfalfa in a different way than they used to or they'd have the option to. So I think the real benefit to this product is it gives farmers more choices. And again, in the early days of alfalfa, we figured out that, you know, this stuff is really good to feed the cows and cows really like it and it's very nutritious and all that. But then we discovered that we didn't have quite the forage quality in our cutting systems and we went to these ultra early cutting dates. And so it's going to be a game changer from a yield standpoint because we can cut alfalfa slightly later. And when we cut alfalfa slightly later, we make the plant stronger. We make them healthier, make them more robust. We're going to get more yield out of them. And we're also going to be able to have high forage quality if we uh, stay on our same cutting sequence. So when traditionally sending in samples, it was always the RFV. And try to help me understand which test, when we go out there and sample it, to send it off, which sample should we send? So in the hay business, we've used RFV for really the last 20 years. And RFV is becoming a little bit antiquated because it does not really measure what we need to know for high-producing dairy cows. And that word that we need to get at is digestibility. We're not saying don't use that. But what we are saying is that you're going to need to go to the next level, one level deeper with the RFQ index. It involves a number that predicts digestibility. So RFQ is a better measure, a better tool, if you will, 
going just like going to the toolbox on your farm, you grab the right tool for the job. RFQ is a much better tool for the job of predicting digestibility. The other phrase and word in here we need to talk about is NDFD or the digestibility of the NDF or the fiber. So those two pieces, just to kind of help you understand and think about that question, is that we need to move away from using just RFV to describe forage quality. We need to use RFQ as a predictor of digestibility. And then many of the nutritionists really like to use the term NDFD or the digestibility of the NDF. And most nutritionists that are working in forages are well aware of that discussion that I just went through. So if we're looking at RFQ, help me understand what the difference is between Roundup and the conventional and what kind of benefits I'm going to get from going to the Harvester program on RFQ. So what we like to say is Harvester starts higher and stays higher over whatever day you pick that you want to cut the alfalfa, it's going to be higher in quality. So that if you just stay with your exact cutting sequencing that you have right now, your RFQs, also your NDFD digestibility, the fiber digestibility, will be higher at any given point compared to a conventional alfalfa variety, no matter what day that you pull the trigger to cut that alfalfa. With most growers, and we were uh, at a four-cut system, you'll have a higher testing digestible feed at that particular day on the calendar, whatever that is. The other option then, if you want to extend that harvest, let's say that you want to add on five days, maybe seven days on each of those cuttings, the quality will still decline, but it will always start higher and stay higher. So we'll have equal forage quality seven days later, but we'll have a lot higher yield. And that's a phrase we use to describe that as called the yield quality trade-off. So the RFQ will be equal seven days later, but we'll have much higher yield and still have very good forage quality. Most of our growers that we talk to about Harb Extra are very interested in this delayed harvest option. In other words, on a farm, you don't always get everything the way you want it, right? The weather does not always cooperate. Machinery does not always cooperate. Custom harvesters don't show up possibly on the day that you want them there. So all these things to a modern dairy and livestock producer basically challenges that grower to harvest that alfalfa on time can be a huge challenge. What Harvextra is going to help us do is it's going to give that degree of flexibility to that producer that he can harvest that alfalfa more on his schedule rather than on this very tight time frame that we've kind of set up simply to have a very high forage quality because of the constraints we have with the current genetics of alfalfa. I think some of the positives that I get out of what you're saying, Randy, is, you know, saving a cutting cost, right? So you can extend this thing out. Uh, That's a big deal. It is. From what my simple math here is, you know, somewhere on that $50, $60 every time you cut, depending on if you're rolling it up or or blowing it. Yeah, so um, you could look at it from a standpoint of your cost per acre for the technology. We like to say if you move from a conventional alfalfa, to Harvextra, which includes a Roundup-ready gene, you had about $7 per acre per cutting for the technology. So $7 per acre per cutting. So, you know, somebody could argue that, say, well, that's not a very big investment or a big investment. Our point is that if you divide that technology and look at it as a cost per acre or you could do a cost per ton, you'd start dividing that technology over the units of production, that number gets fairly small fairly fast. So I see it on a couple different aspects here. The cutting costs themselves, just saving a cutting per year over the lifespan. And if you're not running over the compaction or have the wheel traffic, you're cutting or your rotation out might be another year possibly. 
and then getting an extra 15 points or so on relative feed quality, that's all got to be figured into the price or the trait. Right. You start adding all those features up, which you just mentioned, it's, it's quite substantial. And we're pretty excited for growers once you go through that scenario, which you just described, that the value proposition is, I mean, it's almost like too good to be true when you think about saving $50 per acre on a cutting, where you talk about less wheel tracks, which brings your yield up, where you talk about cutting it five days later, which is higher yield and maybe higher quality, or you cut it in your exact same scenario that you're cutting right now and take that 12 to 15% higher forage quality. And there's just all kinds of reasons why this technology is going to be a very interesting and exciting time for alfalfa. Like I said, first time we've been able to come to growers and say, we got something that's going to change the way that you feed and grow alfalfa, not just grow alfalfa. Of the products that we're coming for, Randy, how many are going to be in the Harvextra technology or the trait versus conventional and going down the pipeline here? In our cropland brand, we're really, as you can tell, I'm really excited about Harvextra. I think it's going to be, again, a very exciting technology. I think growers are going to love it once they start working and figure out what it does for them. We're going to have two varieties. We've got a product called Driver, which is a Stratica rebound maturity type product for dormancy, very high yielding, ideally suited for the dairy regions here of Minnesota and Wisconsin. Then we have another product called Harvitron. Harvitron is a two-race aphanomyces resistant product, very similar to our Afatron product and our Rebound 6XT, which is a dual-race product. So we have two outstanding genetics that are both available in the Harvextra gene, which is the trait, and then uh, these products will be available this uh, coming season. Now, I just want to add this, that we want to be in the conventional and Roundup Ready alfalfa business as well. So we have conventional varieties, we have Roundup Ready varieties, and we have Harvextra varieties. Looking at getting any kind of information on alfalfa, you're suggesting going to www.cropland.com or what other websites could help? Yeah, Cropland would be probably the ideal website to go to. We have quite a bit of stuff posted on there now that's really supporting what some of the topics we've talked about here today. Our breeding company is called Forage Genetics. They'd have information as well if you want more information. And then certainly our selling staff also has excellent information on our extra. You've been listening to The Deal with Yield with our host, Kyle Weiner, Winfield United Master Agronomy Advisor, and Randy Welch, Cropland National Alfalfa Agronomist. For additional episodes of The Deal with Yield, visit iTunes, My Farm Radio, and thedealwithyield.com. 